All right. Uh, welcome to Lost in the Groove. You probably know this shit already because I fucking say that every single week. Hey. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about inner demons. Yes, those little pesky mongrels that drive you crazy. Make sure to try Pescrawl, sponsored by Pfizer. The only way to get rid of your inner demons without fucking yourself in the ass and making sure you wake up tomorrow morning. Ayo. All right, that's how I'm going to start off the podcast. Yes. Going hard. Huh? I said going hard in the paint there. Yeah, man. You got to paint it real good. <laughs> Just flitter. Join those cookies? Checking nuggets? Yes. In my head, they're cookies. So all I can see is cookies. You say chicken nuggets, I say cookies. So anyway, um, getting real for a second. Um, Inner demons. Literally something I think that most of us struggle with on a day-to-day basis. And uh, we ask ourselves these questions. What are are your inner demons? What is that, uh, that voice in the back of my head? That's making me crazy. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. like, where do they like? Where do they come from? I know. Pesky little buggers. Sometimes it's, I feel like it's society. Maybe like I, a part of it could be society. Um, like just certain things. That are like, I don't know, people like try and keep you boxed in and <clears throat> make you believe about yourself. Because, um, I don't know, you know how they say when you're younger, your first like five to six years of life, um, it's like strong on who you are as a person as you grow. And then, like, your environment. So it all shapes yeah. you. Of course, 100%. I think I think all of our environments shape who we become as people. I mean, but that's kind of the interesting thing, right? I was reading this article uh, a few days ago, and I was bored at work because my job is boring as hell. And um, I like reading, so I read. And I read this article, and it's speaking about inner demons, and it says that your inner demons – if you really approach them, they're really your friends. They're not your enemies. They're mm. they're te- they're telling you something. Like they're giving you a message for a reason. You know, I, I think this is like one thing we've talked about. Psychedelics really. Uh, we I talked about this on the podcast where I feel like psychedelics they affect certain parts of the brain, and they heighten those parts of the brain. And I think that one thing we don't realize is that our inner demons. Yes, it's our past. Yes, it's our present. Yes, it's our future. It's everything. But what we don't see the picture is it's not a negative. It's making you do something because you're not seeing the picture. A good way to put it. Yeah. I think for some people... They see it as negative, though, because if you're, like, closed-minded. Yeah. You're always going to see yourself as, like, the victim in the situation. Mm-hmm. You have to. Rather than, like, rising and overcoming, like, whatever inner demons you're, like, dealing with. But, um... I mean, why would I, yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was like, yeah, of course, like... That's like the definition of it, right? Yeah. It's cool, though, like how you said the psychedelics heighten certain things. I was actually just speaking with someone last night um, about him, like, doing mushrooms. And he said uh, he like usually likes to keep it positive, um, mushroom tr- or psychedelics. But then his friend, like wanted to talk to or vent to him about something like deep and it was just 
Today's podcast is sponsored by Authority Car Mods, a mod shop which I personally use for all my car needs, from my custom modifications to my vehicle general maintenance, tire repair, and discount pricing. These guys do great work, and their prices are literally killing the competition. Located here in South Florida, in West Coral Springs, right off the Sample Road exit, not only are they super accessible, but open late nights with appointments. So don't wait. Follow them on Instagram at authority underscore car underscore mods, or call their office line, which is 954 798 1602 and book your spot now. Like, I guess you could say bad, like what they're venting about, but he said at the end of it all, it was good because he started second guessing himself and like asking himself questions to the point it like opened up to like self realization. And I think that's. Like, one of the things I like about uh, psychedelics a lot is it helps you, like, realize certain things from a different aspect rather than, like, I don't know. Different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying, like, you, you can get these, you can get these experiences not just from from psychedelics, I mean, you can get it from other things as well. But what we're trying to say is, is that when you take like that conversation, right, where it seems like this person is frustrated, aggressive, violent, and angry, and then you could flip it around and just see that the person is expressing how they feel and what they need to accomplish their goals. Um, I mean. You know, we're people, right? We we don't like to look at the other side of the cover. We just we like to look at the front of the cover. If it's not pretty enough, the tits are not hanging out enough. You know, you know the the, the crease is not you know low enough. It's not good enough. I'm joking, but you get my point, though. <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to say is like you gotta look at the other part of the cover. You know, you gotta see the whole picture. Yeah. And I think, yeah. Tits and all. It can be kind of hard at first. You might, like, question it, like, oh, like I said, when you're in the uh, victim mentality, just, like, why is this happening to me? Or just, like, focusing on the negative aspect. But just like you said earlier, like, if you look into things, like, deeper, it's, like, there to teach you something. And so that's a, like, big thing I've been trying to, like, focus on. Uh, Recently, actually, two nights ago, someone broke my uh, back back driver's seat window or not driver's seat it's like the passenger left side passenger like right behind the driver's seat but they broke broke the window broke into my car and i forgot i had my backpack in there and they stole my backpack luckily there wasn't like anything super valuable in there but still they broke my backpack <coughs> or they broke my like window by the way, just 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 saying, like, I like my sincere, like, I'm so sorry for that experience. But again, whoa, with the freaking stories, man. I mean, you know, we got you working on a boat. Now we got you like with a guy that's like breaking in your car like it's fucking mission impossible. You know, mm-hmm. you got like the music in the background. The guy mm-hmm. comes in. He's like, like smashes the glass. Yeah. Like, Sorry, man, but like um, you just keep coming back with these cool stories. I gotta like, I gotta give you some credit. No, that's cool. At first, I like it was funny because I like got to my car, and like the first initial like five minutes were like, God damn it, like this again, like it's just another thing. But then after a while, I was just like, you know what, it is what it is. 
like if anything I should have known not to leave my backpack in the freaking car like that but yeah I just like to let it go usually things like that would bug me like the whole day but I just been practicing like letting things go because it's like if I'm going to sit and be angry or upset about it, it's like it's not changing the situation. If anything, I'm just upset and I'm probably going to attract more like negative things. So, yeah, I just brushed it off like it's it's nothing. And just out of my curiosity, did you get the window fixed? Not yet. No. Oh, damn. I will. But life's been crazy. That sucks. To the point, yeah, I don't really have have time right now. So what are you going to do, like, in the meantime? Like, how are you going to keep your car safe? Where I'm at, like, it's regardless. Someone, like, the dude broke into my car, so... It's like, regardless, my car is not going to be safe. I just don't keep anything valuable in there. Worst, God forbid, worst thing someone could do is like steal it. But I don't even think it's like that easy of a car to steal because it's like it doesn't have a key. It's electric or a hybrid. So half electric, half gas. That's good on fuel. I mean, we're going completely off topic for a second over here. I'm loving this. But at least you get good gas mileage. Also sponsored yeah. by Pfizer. That's true. Yeah. I am. I get very happy about the fact that I get very good gas mileage and I don't have to pay that much for gas compared to how much other people have been paying for gas with this spike, this increase in freaking gas prices. But yeah, yeah, I'm just like, it's cool. I'm looking, and rather than going into that victim mentality, I'm looking at it as this is a part of my story, my journey. And once I do get to the great place of beyonder. I'm oh, honey, we'll be there. Don't worry. Me and you. On this. Me and you are going to be in a mountain mansion out in Colorado where like the pool is at the peak of the mountain, you know, and there's like so many fucking drugs. <laughs> you're like, you're stuck there for three weeks. <laughs> I, 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 like, fuck everything. Just <laughs> take a holiday. That would be nice. That would be nice. I'm just three weeks off chilling yes. somewhere. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Big time. But yeah. But, all serious, no going back on any inner demons. I completely lost track of where we were, but you probably remember. I don't, unfortunately. Um, I don't remember either. Oh, damn. Well, see, this is what happens when you get lost in the groove. You really, really, really get fucked in the ass. But anyway, um, all seriousness aside, uh, yeah, seriously. Um, I think another perspective for inner demons besides the the negativity apps aspect is we you mentioned earlier we're we as children unfortunately a lot of people are traumatized uh, for a lot of reasons I mean uh, you know our parents try the best they can but we're all somewhat most people m most normal most not normal most people of society in some way have been traumatized as a child whether big or small um. I'm not a doctor, so I don't really know exactly. Anyway, uh, going off track. Anyway, um, boo. Um, when you have this dynamic between the child and this trauma, I think what happens is then you create these coping mechanisms to deal with these situations. And then when you become an adult and you're being told not to do things, those inner demons are really the coping mechanisms that our brains have been trained at a young age to survive. I can agree. I can agree. I think uh, a lot of things, like I kind of reflect on it 
a lot because uh, you know I'm like big into self development. Like I'm always trying to grow any way I can possible, and like be the best version of me. Because by me being the best version of me, I could like help others. I feel like. But yeah, I like was going because you brought up this topic of inner demons, and I like was asking myself like, what are like what are some inner demons like I've dealt with growing up? Excuse the sirens. While you were talking about inner demons, you know the inner sirens are going off. They're going wee ah, gee ah. Yeah. I tell a for you, man. It's the sirens all throughout the day. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I was. My bad. I was reflecting on. Uh, yeah, we lost track. Jeez, Louise. It's like five cop cars just rolled by. Listen, they gotta. You know, they gotta get the homeless people out of their uh, their tents. Yeah. They do. Um, yeah, some of the some of the inner demons, like I dealt with, uh, was a feeling of like just not being good enough. Uh, I think that's. I don't know. I kind of know, but then I don't know like how that transpired. Uh, I think it was through just like. My parents splitting up and, uh, like, my mom not being able to take care of me, so I'm having, I had to go and, like, live with my dad. And then he was always working. And, like, when he was home, he was, like, tired and exhausted and just upset because he's got to go back to work. And my stepmom at the time super toxic uh like planted that like oh you're not you won't amount to anything when you grow up and I can kind of I can kind of relate and uh yeah my like just my like dad when he was home just yelling at me constantly and like being grounded and stuff I just like took that super personal like shit nothing I do in this household is like good enough and it's horrible yeah but it's cool I used it anytime I like it's petty but anytime I do something great I think of my stepmom I'm like look at me now bitch you move out the way (laughs) I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing, I've done a lot more in my lifetime than she'll ever do. Oh, for sure. And so. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. I, I've spoken about this on this podcast before. I grew up in a home where my dad was an immigrant. And he was abusive, mentally and physically. Uh, I miss him. Uh, you know, I, 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 I do grieve he was my father, but at the same time, there's a lot of things that I still, we still hold on to. Um, I, I, I suffer that problem where I don't believe I'm good enough. I don't believe I work hard enough. I don't think that I'll amount to anything. You know, there's a lot of those. And I'm not shy of, of saying it. But the hardest part about all of it is, is we have to deal with it on our own. As much as we want the comfort and the companionship, no one can heal inner demons except you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think, shoot, I th- I don't want to say all of, like, the things that I've done are based off of, like, uh, just the whole you're not good enough thing. But I think it's, it's like, 
just worked its way into me like so much that like I I can't sit still and I'm like always looking for the next thing and then it's crazy because I'll like achieve something and I don't I don't feel any happier I don't feel like really anything I'm just like oh, okay like it's it's like funny too because I'll have people be like oh I'm so proud of you oh you're doing so amazing and legit deep inside I don't feel anything no like, you don't I'm just like I mean do it I mean like I, I I do nails and when I do the like the designs um I'll, I'll I could send you the link on Instagram if you're interested uh and like people are like oh my god it's amazing like I started like maybe like a month and a half ago I'm just like, yeah, it's great. But the same thing is like inside. I'm like, I don't feel it. Yeah. You don't feel it. Yeah. And I think, and I think, and I'll tell you honestly, I think the biggest problem is, is that we don't realize there are so many people like us. You know, I think, um, I think the biggest problem with the hippie movement was they were just a bunch of junkies. They were there were some people that really wanted to change the world, but a lot of them just wanted to get high and just not fucking work. And something that we're realizing now more than anything is we can't change the world. We can change our environment and make our communities better. But we can't change the world. That's okay. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta admit to yourself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I <clears throat> used to think I could change the world, but like after a while, I'm just like, I don't know, man. You, no one, honey. You know, like you can't. Yeah, the other thing is too is like you can't really change people. And you can only like change yourself and like inspire people to like want to be their best selves and that's going to look different for each person think about martin think about martin luther king martin luther king himself like if you listen to his speeches his conversations he literally the whole his entire message is you he's not saying we he's saying you our Like, you know, you're supposed to be the one that's doing something. You know, I think that's like, that's a thing of a, of a legacy is not where someone's telling you what to do. They're just giving you the blueprints that you can add to your plans you already have. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just, that's just my brain. No, yeah, I agree with that. But like a lot of people i feel like it just i don't know that's their last concern because everyone's dealing with something in their own way and so they like we all don't really see eye to eye and i guess that's why they say like a picture says a thousand words because everyone sees everything so differently you mean corrupt you mean corruptly and i mean that's what our media like blasts in people's face you don't you rarely ever see like the news posting good things that's happening around the world it's just negativity anytime you turn on the news well well, look what happened to cnn like they fired half their crew oh really yeah they did they got rid of them and i was like when i heard this i said to myself the truest the truest way to survive is when you allow the weak to die. And we may not realize this, but the weakest people control us. You know, when you think of, when you think of billionaires like, um, I'm going completely off topic, that's okay. Uh, you know, you think of Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk or whatever, the name, whoever it is. They're powerful people. They're not the government. They're not leaders. They're not congressmen or congresswomen. 
They're not councilmen or councilwomen. They're just weak people. They are. I'm not going to say all. I'm going to say most. They can't even admit to failure. That's weakness. So, you, you know, you say to yourself, I have inner demons, but look at the people that run, that are supposed to run my country. They're worse than me. And they're supposed to rule me. You know, you, know, you, you see the hypocrisy of it, and you're like, how, how does this make any sense? It doesn't, man. Yeah. I don't like the way... I don't like the way the system or, like, how everything's ran. Because it's just, like, I'd rather have someone that's been in my position running the country. And I just feel like a lot of people <laughs> that are in that position have never, like, struggled in their life in any way. So they can't really know what's, like, good for the people. No. But... Uh, I feel like they're, it's not like completely to blame them because everyone's like free to make their own decisions. And some people are like content with how things are ran and like okay with just being com like complacent or just where they're at. So, yeah, some people are. I don't know. They just have different just things they want for themselves and they're happy with that. You know, the 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 truest path this is why this is like by far one of my all time favorite songs. I know it's so overrated. Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. And the reason why that song is so powerful is because you realize it's itemization at its finest. You know what the real success in life is? You do your fucking best. That's what life is. You know that when you die, when you're about to die, you know what? I did some things. I accomplished some things. I did some good things. That's why you have those older people, the happiest people you ever met in your life. Because you know what? I could have done, could have, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I got a couple more years. I'm going to make the best of it. I got all that stuff I did for the past 40, 50 years. You know why you got those older people that are miserable pieces of shit? That you, you, like, it's horrible. You wish they, they would just drop dead in the grocery store. That's how horrible they are. Because they're, there's, they're, they, they're inner demons. You're talking to their inner demons. They're so miserable depressed, angry. For what? So you fucking wasted your life working in the hardware store? That's your fucking fault. No one told you to do that shit. No one told you to abuse your fucking wife and your kids. You sick fuck. I'm sorry for cursing so much, but that's how I feel. I don't feel sorry for you, you grumpy asshole. Fuck you. That's the... That's... What happens to people that don't fix their inner demons? That's who you will turn out to be in your fucking 60s and 70s. It's true. For some people. I don't know. Like, like I said, every person is different. Every person's different. Like, but I'm just giving it a, a generalization. Yes. Because there are people that have accomplished a lot and are rich and wealthy and grow old just to be grumpy too. Yeah, of course. Got all kind of colors and flavors. Yeah. And so... Tell me something. While we're talking about all of this, do you... What is your perspective, My perspective. in life itself? Yeah. And life itself? Like what we're talking about right now with um, with getting old. This idea of um, you saying that, you know, you, you're not good enough. <coughs> um, you know, like if 
if just starting as an example, if 30, 40 years from now, <coughs> you're doing well, you're not successful, you're doing well, but you've accomplished a lot. Do you feel that would be good enough for you? I think so. Just the fact that I'm like, I've been willing to go after the things that I've gone after um, and like live my life the way I wanted to live it. Like I didn't have someone tell me like what I should be doing with my life. Although I have like people that do sometimes tell me what I should be doing, but for the most part, I like trust myself. Like, I made it this far with everything. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, <laughs> I don't really need an opinion. Like, I'll, I'm open to listening to like people if it's like constructive or just like helping in any sense but if it's just like someone telling me an opinion like oh you shouldn't be doing that oh you need to come home and just like stuff like that it's like no I'm not gonna do that just because it makes you uncomfortable like you need to be able to find I always it's it's crazy I remember the first time I heard this heard this um, from an, um, an um an older um, gay member, he said that the key, the key that that you need every day is solid ground. He said the second that you have no solid ground, you drown. Hmm. I think that's solid it's true. I feel like I feel like the both of us, even with our you know our hardships, we have solid ground. Like we've been there, done that. Yeah, we're okay. We're good. I see things getting better. To be honest, like I'm, it's funny. I'm coming up on thirty. Usually, people are like panicking and stuff, but I feel like. I'm coming up on like a decade of just like just good things that come because I've I've gained already like so much knowledge and I like I actually like apply the knowledge that I'm getting to like what I want to do and yeah I, I like see for myself right now like yeah I might be going through hardships or whatnot right now but if i just keep doing the little small things that i've been doing continuously over the next three to four years then i'm gonna be like good good and you're gonna be okay i mean i i'll tell you something truth is most people spend their 20s just partying, you know, and I got people asking me, like, why aren't you dating, you know, and I, I, I just have other things on my mind, you know, like I want to make a career for myself as an artist. And if that means doing nails and skin, then fucking A, I, that's, that's still pursuing my art, you know, and I won't shut the fuck up. That's the thing about me. I will I will keep on talking. But I'll tell you something. Like, you're right. You know, it's not... Fuck this success. Like, who, who needs an audience? Ugh. And the, you know, like... It, like You got the paparazzi, like, with your little tiddly-wee coming out of the shower. Like, get out of here. Like, no, nobody, 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 nobody wants that. Yeah. Come on. That's like the only thing I dislike about uh, social media because I like have an audience. I wish it was just, it's not bad, but I wish my like social media is just people that like legitimately cared and like want goodness for me. And I feel like after a while you realize not a, not a lot of people like want that for you because they see you like doing certain things that are just like different from every day things that other people are doing and it's just like i don't know 
they get upset or jealous or envious and I'm just like, yo, you can do this too. You know what, though, like, this is why I like podcasting. Podcasting allows you to have a real audience. Because think about it, a person that's listening to us talk right now. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> these are these are people that are interested in what we have to say, our, our, our thinking, our ideology, our, and that's a real audience. And this is all social media too. Yeah. Like it's online. Um, and you know what? Like the most powerful thing besides like visual speech. Words, yeah. I believe that words are powerful. We can either make or break a person. And that's why inner demons are like, they can be bad because it can either make you or break you, depending on what it is that your mind is telling you. But you also have a choice not to believe that and, uh, you know, just try and go against whatever that inner demon is telling you. You know, it was it was funny today. I was listening to a podcast, which I'm going to give them a little plug. They're called No Dogs in Space. It's really good. It's on music history. Um, if you ever have like a minute, I, I tell you, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, anyway, they had where they were talking about heavy metal concerts. And this is true. If you go to a heavy metal concert, everybody is super nice. Like they're the nicest people, yeah. And I love I'm a huge fan of heavy metal, um, but you don't get that in other groups like bands. You'll go to the concerts, like people will be like real douchebags. And I'll tell you why, because people get heavy metal wrong all the time. Heavy metal is the song for the inner demons. Mm. It's for like the you know we all have a kinky side. We gotta just fucking admit it. We all have that dark kinky side and you know what like that's what I feel like heavy metal teaches us like you just let it be a part of you like stop fucking shoving it in a closet just allow yourself to be all of this shit you know all of the crap in the dog's bag all of it yeah sorry graphic picture I apologize that's cool. I didn't know that about heavy metal. It's funny, though. You said that because they're the nicest. I went to a concert, Death Cap or Cutie. I don't know if you know who they are. That's the last. I get it on Facebook sometimes. Yeah, that's the last concert you would expect for people to, like, be aggressive. And I got punched in my back, like, and some girl just started going ham on my back, just punching me for I don't know what reason. And then another dude with his girlfriend, like, elbowed me in the back because I was going, I was going to the front. I was already in the front before, like, any of these people, like, even realized it. It was me and my friend. And in the front, it's like so packed and congested like there was some lady there with her son who um i think he like might have had down syndrome but uh yeah she was there with him she passed out in the crowd in my arms and so i had to carry her to the front and lift her over the gate so that security could get her. And her son started panicking and like he had a Game Boy, he dropped it and like uh, started trying to get over the fence to security to get with his mom. And so I'm like helping him over the fence. And then someone that saw him drop the Game Boy is like, hey, he dropped this Game Boy. And like I tried to like yell at him to like get the Game Boy, but like he was going after his mom. So I just jumped over the fence, went and gave him the Game Boy. And then I, <laughs> the security wouldn't let me back in the front. They're like, no, I'm sorry. You got to go back around to the back. 
And so I went all the way back around and we had another group of friends there that were like towards the back. They didn't want to be in the, the front. So I caught up with them. They're like, how the heck did you get back here? Like from there, weren't you in the front? And I like told them the story. And I was like, yeah, I got to go get Hardy. And so I'm like making my way back to the front and all these people are getting pissed off because I'm like, yeah, my friend's up front. And they're like, of course he is. And yeah, like one dude elbowed me in the back and then the other girl hit me. And then another girl is crazy. She actually slapped me because she thought I called her a bitch. And I was like, what? She's like, you just called me a bitch. And her friend and her like going off on me. I was like, no, I did not call it. Like I said, excuse me. I was like, I'm not going to, like, call you out of your name like that. For, like, what the heck? I don't even know you. And, you. <laughs> and after that, she, like, kissed me. And I was like, what the hell? Like, it was just such a weird, funny situation. Okay, maybe this, maybe this doesn't apply for every concert. But the concerts I've been at, which actually only been two, uh, it wasn't like that at all. I, I mean, maybe it just, like, depends on, like, the crowd and yeah you know the gotta remember also like certain heavy metal bands they're questionable you know like that definitely looks like a swastika like no 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 no. that that, i'm pretty sure that's a swastika you know that kind of stuff Mm, yeah yeah you know what i mean like you know like they're, they're I'm going to stop doing that because that's really weird, you know, for people to hear, you know, for like fucking 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Like that was a concert I thought was going to be super mellow. And it was opposite. But I got back to my friend and then we went back to What? The clip for Instagram. Just use that piece. It's between 35 and 40. Okay. 40 minutes. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that right now and so everybody can hear this, but I'm telling you between 35 and 40. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't, man. Oh, God. <laughs> That's hard. It's well, so hard. It's so hard. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were saying about your like your friend you got back. Yeah, I, I want to hear the rest of the story. Him, and then we went. We it's funny. We actually went back to our other group of friends that were in the back, and I'm just looking at all the people that like were side eyeing me and then hit me and shit. They're looking at me now like, oh, he was telling the truth. And uh, like we went back to our friends, and then our my friend that was up front wanted to go back up front. So then we like went back, and everyone like actually led us back up to the front. And like the dude that elbowed me apologized. It's like I'm sorry, man. I th- I thought you were lying. I was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> A lot of people say their friends are in the front, but I was like telling the truth. <laughs> Well, that's a beautiful story. Well, I fucked up the clip. I guess you're gonna just have to cut the pieces together, and and make it into one. Yeah, that did it again. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah, I, yeah, it was it was a good time. <sighs> you you realize like you're 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 on a roll over here, man. All right, we got we got. We got what we got the the sea captain story. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Then we got the car story. Then we got the rock band. Man, you don't make up this shit. Like this is just cold. That's funny. We got to make a poll for this down down like below, you know, and be like, all right. Anybody down for another Henry story? Because I'm down. I want, like, fucking six more. Come on. Yeah, I got all sorts of stories. It's funny. My friend's the same way. I'll start telling, like, her stories. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Like, your life is like a movie. (laughs) It really is. It's like, you should start making TikToks and telling stories about, like, your life. And I was like, (laughs) if it did anything for me, sure. 
You know, that's not actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Just like, you know, like, I, I mean, like, seriously, though, <laughs> it's kind of like crazy because like we don't realize like each one of us, like I have stories, no one wants to hear them, but I have stories. Uh, <laughs> but we all, we all have like these stories that make us like unique, like, and we tend to forget like how amazing it is that we get to like just be these walking we literally are just walking books that's true yeah just writing chapters that's true am I getting paid for it which just fucking sucks <laughs> I mean if you started writing the books of your stories you never know maybe you could I highly doubt anybody's gonna buy that but thank you yours listen you know you got you in with a you know a, you know a captain hat you know on a boat the cover you know it'd be like Henry Kemp by Henry Kemp <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple <laughs> that was funny it's perfect <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what it, woo. We were we were talking about inner oh my god, wow, we went on woof we went on a whirlwind, honey. It's on fire. But uh we were talking about how like the, you know, in my personal opinion, heavy metal is like the song for the inner demons. Um I I don't know, like I feel like we tend to have such a negative view on inner demons. I think there's like really not that much that we can like not that much that we understand. Yeah. You know, like I feel like there's more. It's always more. There is. One thing I definitely am working on though is just questioning certain certain things that like the inner demons telling myself. In what way? Like, for instance, like the whole you're not good enough thing. Like, why do I feel like I'm not good enough? And I'm about to answer my own question. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with just like being abandoned when I was a kid and then just being rejected by a lot of people growing up. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's... As a child, you know, I had parents. I wasn't abandoned, but I felt abandoned mentally. You know, I, I hid in a closet for many years. Um... I had, you know, a more feminine side to me and I couldn't reveal any of this because of the environment that I lived in. And you realize that in many ways your inner demons are is just you crying in a closet when you were seven. Mm. It, it 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 it's scary to think about it that way, but that's how I say it. Yeah. But. There's always a but. <laughs> like. How, how are you now with the aspect? Like, you came out. Did both, or like, did both of your parents know? Or. No. Um, I told my mom in a letter in Dunkin' Donuts. I did that purposely because there was a crowd of people. And if she freaked out, she couldn't because there was a bunch of people around. Um, my dad kind of pushed that out of me, but he knew for years. For me now, I mean, like, I've been out of the closet for six years. Um, I've kind of moved around... And kind of figured out things. 
But the way I view it now more than ever, I don't know about you, it's just me not being able to see what other people can see. I don't see what other people can see. It's so weird. It's a very weird way of explaining it, but I don't. That's how it feels. Hmm. Well, do you feel like people explain what they see at times? Because I don't know. Sometimes you like you need an explanation to understand what other people are seeing because you have the way you see things. And then they have the way that they see things. You know the example of a glass half full, a glass half empty? It's a visual perspective. Every human being will see a picture differently. You know, you may see a dog sitting on a bench. One person might see an abandoned dog on a bench. Another person might see, you know, a ruthless dog. Everybody will have a different perspective of that picture. Yeah. But remember that perspectives change. So no one person will see the same picture the same way at the same time. Over time, they may see those pictures differently. So I think the the fear factor in all of this is kind of tying back in everything. I'm doing the unwind thing with my fingers. It's kind of like a revelation. It's where you're scared of change. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are scared of, I don't know if they're really scared of change, but just scared of the unknown of like what's going to come next. The embodiment. Yeah, it's funny because I think I'm like one of the like one of those people that are resistant to change because I like I don't know. I just, like I said earlier, I have, I don't know if I did say this, but sometimes I just have a hard time letting go of things. Um, But yeah, I feel like once you do let go and just like accept it, it's all free flowing. And I don't know, I think the hardest part I don't think the hardest part for me is like actually like changing, like say if I'm going into a new location or just like trying out just new things. I think for me, the hardest part in change is like people, like I guess losing certain relationships. That's, yeah, it's kind of hard to change because you want to keep people in at least for myself I've like wanted to keep people in my life but I think that also ties into the abandonment thing like you get so scared of losing people that yeah you just resist like the change of like I guess yeah just I mean I, I I'll tell you something. I have a very different perspective, though. Um, I abandon a lot of people. You know, uh, a lot of people that I've had relationships with, I don't have relationships with anymore. There's very few people in my life. I keep a very tight circle. And the main reasons for me is I'm very blunt. And I also have a very give-no-fucks attitude where I will just pick up my bags and leave. Yeah. I will just not answer message. I will just like the way my brain works is like you fade. You're no longer a part of my life, so you don't longer matter to me. Yeah. Um, and when people ask me like, "Oh, we're friends," like, "Why don't you do like this?" Like, "Why don't you love me?" or this or that, whatever this shit is, I don't, I don't care. I can't because right now, to me, you're temporary. Everybody to me that my friendships. You're not temporary, by the way. You're permanent. Um, I'm keeping you. I like you. Anyway, um, the uh, 
the the thing about like the temporary and permanent. I don't know if you have this the same thing, or maybe I feel like people maybe have a little bit of mixture of both. But for me, most people are temporary. Most people. Yeah, it just depends on the people for me. Like it, it depends on the situation too. Like if it's like not a good friendship where it's like not healthy, it's like more damaging keeping the relationship than it is like healing. Then like I'm all for cutting ties. But then again, it's just like, Maybe those relationships were like brought to you to challenge you in some way to like, I don't know, to work together. Because I feel like a lot of times too, like we love people. We we're taught like conditional love by people like, oh, you, I only love you when you do this for me or like I only love you because of this reason. And so like if you have a disagreement, it's like the whole or like just like yeah, argument, the whole love is out the window. The whole shebang. And this but like probably like two like there's always two sides of the story, so it's like you both people or all parties involved in the relationship are probably like wrong in their and their own way but then there are some times where you know it is just like one person and it's like toxic and you just gotta like cut it off but yeah i i'm trying to work on that too like the whole conditional like love thing like Cause sometimes you just don't see eye to eye and like no. takes, takes you, but like it obviously takes the two parties wanting to like continue the relationship and you got to like sit down <clears throat> and like work to understand the person rather than getting your point across. In like in some relationships, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It, it, it it's a hard, it's a hard thing for me. I mean, relationships have always been very, um, very, very difficult. You know, I I've only had my experiences relationships, which personally have not been that great throughout my life. Um, and I am a hard person to get along with. You know, you haven't met me in person, but I am. I, I can be quite difficult. And the thing that I think people start to realize over time is, is that I'm only like that because of the person that I made myself into be. That's how I created, you know, like, I mean, this, I, we don't exist now because we just fucking, I took a joint and drank a Budweiser and said, whoop do you fucking do? And just went about my, no, like, that's not how you become successful. You become successful from like fucking up having horrible experiences and it 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 molds you as a person whether you like it or not yeah and so yeah i think i on the other hand too like i can be pretty pretty difficult person too but yeah it was cool because i'd like I'll check myself. Well, sometimes I don't check myself, but yeah, I've been working in this like space. I've told you like the photography space and working on it and whatnot. And then like mm -hmm. getting clothing and stuff going. Uh, one of the guys that comes around, he just helps or he throws events here too. And he like invited me to be in this like group art installation because he's just like I just like like I feel like you would benefit the team like you being a part of it and like bringing your creativity um, but for the first little while like if I don't know you I'm like very like I don't know I just like I don't know, like hard to. Read I don't know, but 
Huh? Paranoid. Yeah. Par- ba- oh, yeah. Basically paranoid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, if I don't know you, I'm paranoid. So, yeah, I was second guessing a lot of things. I was like, do I really want to work with this dude? Can I trust him? Like, does he have good intentions? And I think, I think a lot of those questions were built up basically because being in L.A., you just have to watch out for certain individuals because people there are like some people out here that'll screw you over um, yeah they're called rats yeah. Los, LA Los Angelino rats but yeah rats so yeah so most times I like I keep to my like I try and keep to myself but yeah he like just was like, bro, like, I'm sorry if I've, like, done anything to make you feel like that. Like, I really just want you to be a part of this team. He's like, if you just, like, give me a chance, let your, like, guard down, walls down a little bit. Like, I think this could be really good. Mm -hmm. I, like, had to sit there and think about that for a minute because I was like, damn. Like, I do have my guard up, like, a lot these days. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I got to work on that. Cause I'm probably me having my walls up and just being paranoid. Like I'm probably blocking out like really good relationships and people like not giving them a chance. And that's something like I've always, like I said earlier, like rejection, like I feel like I didn't get a chance with a lot of people and it like sucked. So I know the feeling and yeah, here I was like rejecting people, not because of just like who they are, but just like trying to protect myself, I guess. But I was like, yeah, that was cool. Like from like when he said that, he was like, yeah, maybe let your guard down. I was like, yeah, maybe I do need to do that. And so that's cool. Like, Building like those type of relationships, friendships. Are... I mean, we both like if we, you don't realize, I think like when we started talking, we both had our guards up, and I remember it. It took a while, like, for the guards to come down. I mean, now like we we feel like we're perfectly. I'm perfectly comfortable telling you things, and I think you're perfectly comfortable telling me things, yeah. um, because I can trust you. I feel like you can trust me to a certain extent. And again, for I feel like for some people like me and maybe for you as well, it's hard for us to give out these things to other people because we cherish these things. Like for me, trust, like bruh, like it's on the, like love is like number two. Like you gotta, you gotta get to number one. Like if you're not there, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's where I am too. I like to see how like much I can trust someone before I start giving them all the other just like friendship stuff. Cause yeah, I don't want to like one of my biggest pet peeves is like time. I don't want to waste my time. Time, time is so precious, and. I'm going to waste that for like some bullshit and just get screwed over, scarred over. I'm just like, man. I'll get out of here. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, I like, I, for the most part, I feel like I, I'm an untrustworthy person. And like, I oftentimes, like, I have good intention and like, for whoever it is, and if I've, like, made someone feel some type of way, if they, like, tell me, I'll be like, oh, okay, like, I'll do this better this next time around. And I know I made you feel that way type deal. I think something, I think something to leave off of on is criticism. Um, I don't take criticism very lightly. I tend – I, you know, I don't mind some criticism, but I don't like like too much criticism. Um, 
I think this is like also like a really crucial part of our inner demon. It's like that part of us that's like, how would you know? Like you didn't do it. Yeah. Well, it just depends on what type of criticism. It has to be constructive. A lot of criticism is just like there are people that have never never done done just like things we're doing. And yeah, they just offer their two cents where it wasn't needed. needed. Yeah. Wow. Well. Everybody take a breath. Wow. All right. That's been an hour of Lost in the Groove. You've heard us talk literally for one hour. Anyway, uh, Henry, got anything you want to leave off with? Um, for any people out there battling inner demons, um, I'd say the first aspect that helped me clear um, some of that is getting out of that victim mentality. Don't, don't see yourself as a victim in any aspect or form. And then also be willing to like question, quite observe and then question whatever it is that those like inner demons are telling you. Because, yeah. Good place to start. Ten times out of ten, yeah, there's not. It's like it's not true. No. And, yeah, it's just like that one famous quote, like, don't believe everything you think. Got to stop thinking and just doing. Yep. Get out of your mind and get into your body. Yes. So... Uh, with that, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, we got we got uh, lost, really, really lost, many, many, many times. But anyway, uh, be sure to check out below. There's tons of social links um, to our hosts, like Henry, and so many others. And uh, catch you in the next one. Maybe we'll see. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, see you next week. Please stay safe. Don't play with matches.